Welcome to Content and Conversations, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners that want to prioritize connection and relationship as the primary tool to drive sales. Content and Conversations are the two most powerful tools you have to attract the most amazing clients, build solid relationships, and sell more stuff. From sales, marketing, energy, and mindset, we'll discuss everything you need to hit your goals, make more money, and have more fun in your business. Let's go. Welcome back to the Content and Conversations podcast. I am your host, Ryan Dowdy, and I am excited to talk to you about your personal brand. What is a personal brand? Do you need a personal brand? How do you show up in the world as a personal brand? And the truth of the matter is, for 95% of the entrepreneurs that I have the blessing of working with, you are, in fact, a personal brand, whether you like it or not. Like, I am aware that most of us did not start businesses because we wanted to be personal brands, right? Like that's just not, it's just not what we decided to do, right? Like we started a business because we wanted to help people because we had a skill set, um, because we are, you know, whatever, all the different reasons, right? That we started businesses. But most of us were because like, hey, I want to be a personal brand. I want to be an online personality. I want to be an influencer. Like it's really not the decision or the reason, at least for me personally, that I made a decision to become an entrepreneur. And it, it's so interesting because just a few short years ago, I would have told you something entirely different about content and the way you needed to show up in the world. You know, even back in 2021, it was different, right? Sales and marketing was different. I don't need to tell you that. You know that. But um, now the personal brand is even more important because consumer consumers are super skeptical, right? Buying behaviors have changed. You know, people are being more discerning with their dollars and how they're investing. And because of that, they are evaluating their their purchase choices. And especially for those of us as service-based entrepreneurs, they're evaluating those purchase choices in a very different way than they were before, right? Um, and so we get an opportunity here, and I say that this way very intentionally, we get an opportunity here to then craft a personal brand in a meaningful way so that when people stumble across us on social media or listen to our podcast or watch our YouTube channel or get on our email list or come across our TikTok or however you are showing up in the world and sharing your gifts and sharing your voice and, and building an audience, right? However you're doing that, they are no longer just evaluating you for, you know, is this person good enough, essentially, right? Can this person get me the results that they promise? And I would, I would say back in, you know, 2021, then that was it, right? Like, do I feel like this person can get me results? Do they have the social proof? Do they, you know, can I go through their educational how-to content and say, hey, this is a skill I want to learn and I think this person can get me to where I want to go, right? That was what the evaluation process looked like. Well, now they're evaluating so much more than that, right? They're evaluating who we are as humans. And this is actually very much driven by Gen Z, whether you like it or not, right? Very much driven by Gen Z. Um, but this idea that, you know, are you a good human? Like, do we share values? Are we on the same side of the table politically and from a religious standpoint and from a spirituality standpoint and from a shared value standpoint, right? They're just looking at us as business owners so differently. So when we market our businesses and we market our services, the way that we're doing that has to change, Right. We can't just keep showing up with the same bullshit content and the same bullshit launch strategy and the same bullshit sales and marketing funnel and expect to get the same results because the buying behavior has changed. And so they want to see us as business owners. They want to see us. They want our brands. They want to see who we are. They want all of those things. And so we have to start thinking about our marketing from this place of connection first. And obviously that's my thing. I literally run a business called the connection agency, right? Like, you know, connection is the most important thing. Do they feel a personal connection to you? And you may argue that that's not true. You may argue that that's not how you make buying decisions. And consciously, you may not, right? You may not be consciously making buying decisions from this place. You may not wake up and be like, do I like that business owner or do I not, right? That might not be what you're thinking. But 
unconsciously, right? An unconscious thing that is happening is that you are actually making decisions that way, right? There is a lot of data to show how our brains make decisions and, and how, you know, we're driven by our subconscious biases and in almost every single way, right? So whether we're hiring, whether we're marketing, you know, all of these things are driven um, by our subconscious. So you can say, I'm not consciously choosing to work with Susie um, because of her values. I'm choosing to work with Susie because she's an expert, but your subconscious bias, right? Like the our Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like our most basic human needs, who we are psychologically as humans, how we are wired, we are wired for connection. So our brands have to be built for connection. And so we do that by developing a very strong personal brand. So what I'm going to break down for you today is our personal brand kind of philosophy, our personal brand plan, and how we do this, because we do this with our done for you clients, and we also teach it um, to our done, like our, our done with you or DIY clients as well. Because it is the foundation of what you do. And again, this is a change that I have made. This is a change I'm making in my own strategies, my own frameworks. Because, you know, back in 2020, when I was teaching sales to new entrepreneurs, we didn't even talk about content. We didn't even talk about brand, right? It was go out in the world, talk to people, sell shit, right? And that worked. And it will it still work? Yes, I do believe that it will still work. I believe that it will be harder, especially if you're connecting online. I think if you're connecting in person, you're going to in-person networking events and connecting in that way and you can feel and touch people. Yeah, sure, right? I definitely do think that you can get away with not having as strong as a brand and, and all that different stuff. But if you are marketing your business primarily on the internet, you no longer have a choice um, but to how to do this. So I'm just going to walk you through our framework today and hopefully inspire you in some way to really evaluate your sales and marketing approach, really evaluate your sales and marketing experience and talk to your clients from a way that's um, really powerful and important. So the first thing you have to do is develop your brand story. Right? Like, what is your brand voice? What are your beliefs? What are your mission? What is your story that you share with the world, right? That makes people want to do business with you. And I will give you a very specific example. And I've told the story before, but it's a really important one. So when I launched my first business, um, which was the Uncensored Sales, Uncensored Consulting was still the name of the business, but I had a program called the Uncensored Sales Program, then became the Uncensored Sales Accelerator. Um, but really, you know, I did my first big launch, my first five-figure launch of that product. I did wearing Georgia. So Georgia is at the time of this recording four and a half, and she was an infant at the time, and I was using her maternity leave as my runway to start my business. And so I literally had Georgia in a baby carrier because I was scheduled to go live at noon, and she was awake, or she wouldn't go to sleep, or whatever it was, right? So I literally just put the baby carrier on and pushed go live on my phone, right? Because I had committed to this audience of people that I was going to show up. And so naturally what wound up happening is I wound up attracting a lot of moms of littles who were watching me do this thing. They were like, look at this woman with her baby showing up doing the damn thing. And that inspired a lot of people. It wasn't intentional, right? It wasn't a marketing move. It wasn't something that I decided to do, but it very much became part of my brand voice, right? That I was a mom and I was a wife and I was a business owner and this is who I was as a human. And so that became part of my brand story somewhat inadvertently that I was this person who did all these other things and had a successful business on top of it. Because again, we live in a world where that's not always how the picture is painted for women, right? So, I share this with you because your brand story is important, right? And then my brand story evolved. It evolved over time as my business grew. And then I started my second business with a partner. And that partnership went very south very fast. And so, you know, but that became part of my brand story, right? It became part of my brand story because, you know, I had to really work through some shit to, to deal with that, right? Like I was, I literally felt very, oh, just it was a lack of integrity and just a lot of weird stuff that happened in that, that season of life. But I tell you all of these things because that brand story is important. And you hear me tell these stories over and over again because people 
who come into my world want to hear that story. Either they have a shared experience or they appreciate that shared experience. And because of that shared experience, because of that shared story, our beliefs are aligned and our missions are aligned. And that's why people, a lot of people choose to do business with us as an agency because we share values, because we share beliefs, because we share a mission, right? Because of those shared things, people are like, okay, cool. I trust you and I want to do business with you. So the first thing that you have to do is what is that brand story? What is that story that you tell over and over and over again that tells people what you believe, that tells people what your mission is, that tells people your why, because that is very important to people, right? And then from there, it goes into our target audience. So I, again, even though I did that, that launch where in Georgia, I never really marketed my business to moms. It was never intentionally designed my business to be a business coach for moms. That just wasn't it for me. Um, but that's who I wound up, you know, attracting a lot of. But so the next kind of step after we develop our brand story, which includes our voice, our beliefs, and our mission, then we move on to that target audience, right? Who is the target audience that we're talking to? What are the beliefs? What are the problems that they face? What are the problems they actually have? The problems they believe they have, right? Where, you know, what they believe before working with you, what they believe after working with you, what will bridge the gap between their current beliefs and their future selves, right? Like really having this story about your target audience and being able to, again, share in those beliefs and share in those problems, right, um, is, is really powerful and important. So knowing and understanding their current beliefs and knowing and understanding the problems that they face and being able to speak to those in a really powerful way, again, from a personal brand standpoint. So this isn't just like writing sales copy. This is Hey, I understand. I understand that people think that sales is yucky, gross, and disgusting, right? Like, I understand that you have been taught that. Don't worry. I can help you with that, right? Don't worry. We're going to totally change that for you. Like, that has been my stance for years, right? That is my part of my brand story is I understand your feelings about sales. I understand where they come from. And I'm here to help you experience something different so that you can actually make money in your business, right? Like, that is part of my brand story is helping Take away the yuckiness out of sales, right? Take away the, the beliefs and the, the misnomers and the things that are actually keeping us really stuck as business owners, right? But again, that's part of my personal brand is changing the vision about sales, changing people's beliefs about sales, getting people to realize that they have to fall in love with the things that actually pays their bills, right? That is part of my brand. That's part of who I am. And so then from there, we go into, you know, our brand story, our target audience, and then the brand values, right? How does your brand make people feel? And this is why if you've been around for any amount of time, you know that I'm completely anti-pain point marketing. I'm completely anti-bro marketing tactics. And I want to be mindful of that because there's a friend of mine on the internet who, you know, gets really fired up about bro marketing and, you know, the people who get lumped into bro marketing. It is not the person. To me, when I talk about bro marketing, I'm not talking about the person. I am talking about the tactic. Right. The tactic of urgency, the tactic of renting the Lamborghini or the private jet to, you know, take ad photos. Right. Like it is the tactic of unethical, false urgency, pushy. You know, if you were really committed, you would buy today energy like that to me is bro marketing. It's not actually a person. And I know both men and women who deploy bro marketing tactics and have very bro marketing energy. So. I just want to be clear about that. But how does your brand make people feel? Because again, that bro marketing feels, makes people feel like shit, right? They create FOMO. They create this feeling of inadequacy. You're not good enough. You're going to miss out. You're never going to get where you want to go if you don't buy my stuff. I don't know about you, but I never want my people to feel that way. I do not want clients who are susceptible to that. And I'm not judging those people. I have, I've been those people, right? Like I invested $50,000 in Russell Brunson's mastermind because I, you know, thought it was going to make me look and feel a certain way. Like I, I have totally fallen victim to it. 
So I'm not judging, but the more that I realize what kind of business I want to run and the more that I realize what kind of personal brand I want to be, I realize that I don't ever want my brand to make people feel like shit. Do you want people like, how, again, how does that brand make them feel? Do they feel empowered? Do they feel, uh, do they feel appreciated? Do they feel strong? You know, do you have a brand of excellence, a brand of service, a brand of integrity, a brand of impact, a brand of legacy? How do you make people feel? And then again, as you move through the world and everything that you touch from your podcast to your YouTube channel, to your social content, to your landing pages, to your sales pages, to your sales conversations, to your conversion strategy, to your service delivery, do they all make people feel feel that way because that is your brand. And then really, again, drilling down into those values, right? What values are important to you? And how does that help you connect with your audience? Again, for me, you guys have heard me talk about this a million times. If you're new, welcome. But if you're not, both ends. That is a core value that I have, you know, organic and paid, launches and sales calls, low ticket and high ticket. Both ends is a value that I have. I do not believe that there is a one size fits all to really anything in life, but especially sales and marketing, right? That is a core value of mine. So I tend to attract clients who have that core value that they understand when you work with me, I'm never going to tell you that this won't work or that won't work, right? I'm always going to find the solution that is most aligned for you, that is most aligned with you, right? That is what's going to happen. So I share all of that with you because those brand values are what people are making a buying decision on. Because if you are not aligned from a values perspective, I don't really care about the result or they don't really care about the results that you're going to get them because they don't want to work with somebody whose values that don't align. And I, I think about this all the time. You know, I have a friend who is a real estate agent and she's very, very, very good at her job, but she is in a business partnership with someone who like values wise, I don't align with in any way, shape or form. And so, um, you know, I, I don't, it, it makes me enough. I'm not looking to sell my house or anything wild like that, but I will tell you that it gives me pause to do business with this person, despite them being very good at what they do, right? Because of who they are affiliated with as a brand. Because my thought is, if you feel like that person's behavior is acceptable, like if that's okay with you, then your values are not aligned with my values, right? And and I know that's guilty by association, and it's a very specific example, but it's one that I, I give you that like. I am literally, I would literally consider using somebody else who is maybe not as good as that person because of the values. Because again, if you can be in a business partnership with that person, it's actually why I exited my partnership, right? I never wanted to be affiliated with someone who I felt was out of integrity, who I felt like the front didn't match the back because people would make that same assumption about me, right? And so that's what I mean by brand values and people making buying decisions from that place, Right. And then from there, it goes into more execution. Right. So the really big pieces that you need to think about when you're thinking about your personal brand are three things. Right. Your brand story, your target audience. Right. Current beliefs, current problems. And then those brand values and how you make people feel. And so that's really then because then again, we move into in our framework. Right. The, the visual brands look and feel the content pillars, the content strategy, brand execution, et cetera. You know, that is just then the execution of your personal brand. So how does it look and feel? You know, if you have, uh, you know, a really high end brand, but your visuals don't look and feel really high end, right? Or you have really high end pricing. Those two things have to match, right? And then the content pillars. What are you consistently talking about in your content that shares that your values, your personal brand are infused through, right? And then it's like, what's the content strategy? Where are you going to show up? Email, blog, YouTube, social, podcast. And then, of course, execution. What are all the parts and pieces that then you need to bring to life with this this umbrella under your personal brand? So I don't think this is new information. I honestly think that like Gary Vee and even Grant Cardone and even Russell Brunson, to a certain extent, um, have really probably been, I don't know if it's intentional or unintentional. 
potentially doing this for years, right? And really sharing who they are. That's why you feel like you know them, right? Like you feel like you know Gary Vee, right? He grew up selling wine on YouTube. Like he's told you his whole story. You feel like you know him. Like that is intentional. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that's intentional. That is by design. And you love him or hate him for that. He gives no fucks either way, right? But you do. So I want you to think about if you are building your brand to a the the level of a Grant Cardone or Russell Brunson and you know, whomever, I even, I even think of like Jenna Kutzer, I saw her, her speak at Funnel Hacking Live and her brand values have changed. You know, she went through her infertility journey and then had kids and now is in like, went through her own personal development journey and a couple of things changed for her there and how she's showing up in her business, right? But that is her brand. That is her personal brand. And so then it's like, well, do I like Jenna Kutcher? Do we have those shared values? And then do I want to buy any of her products, right? So really thinking intentionally about your personal brand is going to be a non-negotiable, non-negotiable for 2024. It's just not an option. It's not something that you um, get to choose. It's just not. Um, so if you want to, if you want to have a thriving business, if you want to, you know, build a consulting business that does a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that's that's done primarily through referral, then no, it's not necessarily. But if you want to get into the high six figures, into the sevens, et cetera, that, you know, that you really need to think about this personal brand. You need to think about um, all of these things infused in your marketing. And again, I did not think of these things. These things happen unintentionally, right? Like my story about wearing Georgia, like, again, that wasn't an intentional brand move. It was out of necessity. Um, but then that was the brand that I built. And, and there was parts of that brand that I did not love. So I actually had to make some changes really intentionally to not just be lumped into mommy marketer because I'm not a mommy marketer. Sorry. Uh, you know, and then again, with my exit with my business partner and what happened there, that was not an intentional move. You know, but then I had to fold it into my brand and fold it into my story because it is my life. So you can either build this intentionally or unintentionally. And as somebody who has accidentally created a couple of personal brands for herself, I would tell you that looking at this really intentionally is going to be a non-negotiable for 2024 and something that we could absolutely help you with inside of the agency. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for listening to content and conversations. If this was helpful for you, I would love if you would follow along, subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends. And we'll see you next week.